Hello and welcome to Body by Desi podcast. This is Desi, your host, your lifestyle coach, your personal trainer, your cheerleader, um, whatever you need me to be for you. I'm here for you, girl. Um, It's been a minute since we've chatted on here. You know, when everything when things go wrong, everything goes wrong, right? (laughs) That's what it seems like. That's what 2020 seems like. Oh, Lord. But, um, you know, nothing to complain about. Just, Just the regular old life responsibilities and all that, all the hecticness, which just kind of, um, becomes a little bit more amplified during the holidays. Cause you know, I think we're stressed about, uh, money and gifts and making the holiday special uh, whether it be for partners or families or children obviously uh you know there's a lot of a lot of people that are you know very unfortunate they are homeless or without families or without food so there's also that that stress of trying to give back while also providing for your own family um and then there's just so much chaos going on in the world too right now with, with COVID and uh, you know the elections and so many uh, disasters going on too all over the all over the world. So it just it really amplifies the regular stresses of our lives, and I think just kind of puts us in, in a funk where uh, it, it's just sometimes too much to handle. So. If you're feeling like that, you're not alone. I feel the same way. Um, I feel a little bit overwhelmed as well right now. Uh, being a being a small business owner, and I'm terrified with everything that's going on with the economy and um, hoping that I can keep business afloat and take care of my family and help others. So it's a scary time, but you know, it's there's that saying that says that uh, goes tough times don't last, tough people do. And that's just kind of something that I always repeat to myself when things seem to be going um, wrong. I just remind myself that, you know, I've I've survived so much and I'm capable of so much and um, I won't stop and I won't give up. So I hope that helps you if you're in a similar situation. I hope it reminds you to just not give up. Um, you know, more, most importantly, not to give up on yourself, on your God, on, you know, keep your faith, whatever it may be alive. Um, you know, not give up on those that love you and that depend on you and, uh, not give up on this life, this one life we have. It's so precious. It can be gone at any second of any day. So, you know, just make the best of it with what, whatever we have. Um, so, with all that being said, I want to get into today's topic, which is um, parenting, co-parenting during the holidays, and um, and just and also like family during the holidays and boundaries during the holidays too. So um, it's not necessarily just a podcast for parents, but also you know families that have blended families or um, or those of you who have issues with families during the holidays too and of course I'm no expert 
this is all my own self experience and um, just me sharing you know what I've learned through my own therapy and life with you guys and hoping that it can just be another tool that you use to help cope with your with your issues and problems that arise in your life so um, you know I'm just gonna dive right into like family first and kind of work from there so I am 100% Cuban. Both of my parents are Cuban. I come from a, a Latin family. And we always celebrated Christmas Eve. My mom always had parties on Christmas Eve. And everyone came over to our house. And we decorated and we had big dinners and a party and dancing. And everybody got gifts. My mom's very generous. She always gave gifts to everybody. Every single, every single primo and prima and tío and tía had a gift under the tree. <laughs> I kid you not. There was gifts under the tree for people that I didn't even know. I was like, who is this? <laughs> but um, that's just who my mom is. And, uh, you know, she cooked like we were going to serve for, I don't know, troops, soldiers or something, an army, you know, it was just like so much food. But God bless her. Uh, I think she's instilled those things in me. That's why I'm always like, you know, trying to to give and give and give. And it's a good thing. It's a, it's we need more of that in this world. But um, you know, growing up and my family, um, the expectation or the obligation that we had was that you know everyone was welcomed over. No one was not invited. Uh, regardless of however you felt, um, if you didn't like so-and-so, oh, well, too bad. They were coming anyways. And, um, you know, you had to be nice to everybody and give everybody a hug and a kiss and, um, hang out with everybody. And, um, you know, adults were able to say whatever they wanted to say to you without any boundaries. And you kind of just had to take it. And it was not necessarily the best or healthiest uh, situation. You know, I think it's a very cultural thing. I'm sure most of you have experienced similar upbringings. Um, and it's not a bash. You know, I'm not. I'm not bashing. It, it, you know, it, it's just. It's something that we can learn from. It's something that we can try to improve as the generations go on and on and on. That. Um, you know, our children or us, you know, as women don't have to feel a sense of obligation. Uh, we don't have to go to these events if there's people that are going to be there that don't make us feel comfortable. We don't have to hug and kiss everyone. We don't have to put up with, you know, rude comments from family members. We don't have to do those things. We can create healthy boundaries for ourselves and that's okay to do. So I've obviously haven't learned these things until I was an adult. And now that I am an adult, I'm very aware of them. And I've been putting them into practice the last few years of my life. And it's funny, my, you know, Christmas circle has gotten smaller and smaller. There's less and less people I invite to Christmas now. Because <laughs> I'm like, nope, I don't want that person there. Nope, I don't want that person there, you know. Um, and... It's because my mental health is more important to me and for my children than me, you know, doing what looks good or what looks right. 
um, to others. It just doesn't matter to me anymore. So, um, and you know, with the money I save from having less people to feed and buy gifts for, I can donate and I can get to those who are in need um, or I can save for my children. So, you know, I just wanted to touch on that because I'm sure that's something that a lot of us um, have experienced and it's okay. It's okay to have those feelings and it's okay to create change for yourself to do the things you need to do to protect yourself, your energy. Um, as a child, I was I was sexually abused by one of my family members for many years. And um, that family member came to our holiday events my whole life, my whole life. And um, I look back now and I see like pictures of myself at these Christmas gatherings and I uh, I see sadness in me. I don't know how other other people didn't see it. Um, you know, I'm a very happy person. I've always been a very happy person. And for you to see sadness in a child's eyes, I think is a very a very distinct uh, look and sign that something's going on. So it brings me sadness when I look back and I see I see it. I see that I was not okay, and um, I, I hurt for that. I hurt for my for my myself as a child that I had to endure that, that I had to spend every Christmas with that person in my life and around me. And I can vividly remember thinking, like, I wonder if he'll do it tonight here. You know, I wonder if it'll happen, if he'll get me alone. And, um, and it did. There was years that it happened, you know, in the restroom or in a closet or, you know, whenever we had a moment alone. And um, it's just sad. It's just so sad to think that, you know, I grew up thinking that it just was what it was. And that it was just going to be my life. Um, so, so yeah, so I, you know, it's a, it's a lesson I've learned that, um, that I'm not going to have people around me that don't make me feel good anymore. And I'm not going to allow toxic people around my children. It's my job to protect them and to teach them healthy boundaries. So, um, you know, moving forward, um, kind of getting into co-parenting and parenting on that note when I had my older son I was a single parent and his dad wasn't around so I always had my older son for holidays every single holiday I had him all the time you know Thanksgiving Christmas New Year's Halloween anything everything and anything his birthday every single year it was all mine he was all mine I never had to share him so it was just, it was what it was. It was great. You know, we had our little traditions or things we did. It was awesome. And then I had my younger son whose dad was very much involved and, um, it was hard. It was a really, really hard, uh, change and transition. I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? 
we have to split him. What do you mean we have to share him? You know, I did not like the idea at all. I think more importantly, I didn't like it because it was different, A, than what I was used to. It was change and nobody likes change. And then B, also the lack, the sense of a, a lack of control. You know, like I wasn't going to be able to control our traditions and our routine and and what was he going to do with him? And it, it wasn't what I was going to do with him. And we had to do everything my way, you know, because I'm a control freak. So, <laughs> so I think that was the next thing that played in was like, well, no, I see what goes. <laughs> so, um, you know, the first, the first year to two years was a battle. Like I could not let my hands off. Like I could, I would, I, like I had such a grip on my little baby and I just did not like the idea of sharing him and somewhere around a two-year mark I just I just started coming to terms with the fact that it was what it was and um I started to realize that my behavior uh, you know restricting his, his visitation and restricting his custody and making life impossible for him was only going to hurt my son I realized that it was only going to be something that was going to cause him pain in the long run and I was trying to get back at an ex and it it was only going to affect the only person I loved in the in the situation which was my child so when I came to that realization that I you know that my behavior was not going to be something that was good for my son and that my ex could my ex could give a shit you know he didn't care anymore he didn't want to be with me and I was here you know making a fuss for nothing Um, And the only person I was hurting was my child. So when I came to that realization, I woke up and I said, sure, whatever you want, however you want to split it, we'll split it. You know what? We'll make it work. And he works a lot. So there's times that he can't even get him on the holiday, which I felt bad for him. You know, I mean, it was good because I got to get, I got to see him, but I was like, that sucks. You know, you don't get to see your kids. So Um, you know, I started to become a lot more reasonable and if he worked one holiday, I would give him the next holiday and so on and so forth. And as the years have gone on, his schedule has gotten better. So now most of the time he's off and now most of the time we split holidays. So, you know, he gets him half the day. I get him half the day or one year, one will get him Christmas Eve and the other one will get him Christmas day. So we kind of split him now. Um, an, an example of compromise would be this year, uh, he asked if he could get him for dinner. You know, he's having something at his house and he wanted him there between five and six, which is the same time we do dinner. And I said to him, you know, let me let me figure out how to uh, make it work so that we can also enjoy time with him and you can also enjoy time with him. Because I know that's what my son wants. I know at the end of the day, my son wants to be able to see both of us. Um, He is such a thoughtful and sweet child. And, you know, we've been sharing custody of him his whole life. It's It's such a natural thing for him. He knows certain days he's with me. And he knows certain days he's with his dad. So... Um, it's, it's just, it's just his routine. It's nothing out of the ordinary. And 
uh, he already knows, okay, I'm looking forward to being with you on these days and these days with my dad. He already knows, okay, my dad works this time. You know, I understand. So, um, so it, you know, for him, it's something that we've already been very consistent about. It's nothing new in terms of sharing him. So I went to my mom and I told my mom, look, mom, you know, can we do our dinner earlier? Can we do like three or four? You know, and she was like, oh, that's really early. You know, that's kind of, I go, I know. I go, but really, you know, for me, my biggest priority is to spend it with my children and have my boys here. So is it really that big of a sacrifice for us to move up the time so that we can have the boys here? And she goes, no, you know, you're right. We can do it. We'll tell everybody to come earlier. No big deal. That's the most important thing. And that's how shit works, guys. That's how it works, you know. Our kids come first. You choose to have kids, you put them first. You choose to be a parent, you be responsible. So he moved up the time so that my son could be here with us and also make it to his dad's because that's what he wants and that's what's healthy and that's what's appropriate and that's what's reasonable and responsible. And it also allows for my older son to be a part of our Thanksgiving and now a part of his dad's Thanksgiving too. Um, and that leads me to the next topic, which, you know, for years now, um, my, like I shared, my younger son, Jordan has been going with his dad, you know, forever since he was born for the last eight years. Whereas my older son, Sebastian hasn't had his dad in his life until this year. He's 14 and he's only now had a relationship with his father. So if you can imagine, you know, for the last seven years, Sebastian's been here alone with me for holidays. Meanwhile, Jordan gets to go with his dad. So it's been tough on Sebastian seeing Jordan leave with his dad. Um, Thank God that Jordan's dad and, and his and his grandmother are such sweet people. They always remember Sebastian. They always send gifts for him and include him. Um, but you know, it's it's been very it's been a very broken holiday season for the last seven years. It's been him and I stay alone and Jordan gets to go with his dad. So um I'm actually looking forward to this year my older son Sebastian having the opportunity to also get to experience holidays with his father I'm a little nervous about being alone without my boys on Thanksgiving when they both leave and on Christmas when they both leave um I'm a little scared that I'm gonna feel all alone and very very sad but all I want in this life is for my children to be happy and healthy And if that means that I have to spend a few hours alone so that they can continue to grow and expand their relationships with their fathers and their families, then I can sacrifice that. You know, I have my mom and I have my sister and I have family and friends that I can enjoy that time with. I have my own self that I can enjoy that time with and so many blessings. So... I'll have to work through that this year because it'll be the first year that I won't have either one of my boys for a while and that'll be new. It'll be a change and it'll be hard. But like I said, at the end of the day, 
they are the ones that matter when you choose to be a parent that's what happens so I hope that they get a wonderful holiday season with me and their dads and their both of their extended families and uh, I also hope that I get to enjoy some of my alone time as well and relax a little bit too um but yeah that's that's pretty much uh in a nutshell what I wanted to share with you guys about holidays and boundaries and families and co-parenting and kids and all that good stuff um you know I'm not an expert like I said earlier but I've learned quite a bit um through life experience and lots of therapy and I like sharing it with you guys because I think that it's helpful I know a lot of you reach out to me after the fact and tell me that you found the podcast extremely helpful and that's why I do it I do it because it's very therapeutic for me and it's and it helps you guys in some shape way or form um if you have anything else you want to add to this feel free to shoot me an email and um, we could chat about it next week or I can post about it online um if you have different um, situations that occur during the holidays that maybe I didn't touch on and you think are um, are things we should share I'd love to hear about it so you can email me lifestylebydesiree at gmail.com or you can also use my website to contact me www.bodybydesi.com my instagram desiree underscore bodybydesi any and all the above contact forms are fine <laughs> Um, as always, I'm so grateful to you for listening and for following and for supporting me and Body by Desi. Um, you're not alone. You're loved. You matter. And, uh, I hope that you guys have a wonderful holiday season. However you choose to spend it. I hope you're surrounded by love and health and happiness. And even if you find yourself alone, You can still be surrounded by love, health, and happiness because that's you. (laughs) Um, And yeah, don't don't ever sacrifice your own mental well-being and health for others. You know, it's it's just it's not okay. It's not what you have to do. Um, It's not what you should do. You know, stand up for yourself, for your heart. Uh, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.